Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. Misfit Toys. Well, well, well. How are you? Today's episode is Danny LaBelle. And he was just so much fun. You know, last time he was here, the show got, we lost it. It was like a month ago. You know, when we were having all this trouble, we're still having a little trouble, but we're figuring things out. (laughs) That's going to be the new theme of my show. What am I laughing at? Trying to lighten it. Um, He he brought like Rolos and peppermint patties, and it was outside on the patio then, and he was throwing them at me and Max every time we did something good or like a treat. But this time, I figured he wouldn't do it because we're on our glass cubicles. I didn't even think about it, our you know plexiglass walls. And he did it. And I didn't know where the candy was coming from. I get it, one piece, two piece. I get 15. But then after a while, I was like, oh, every time he did it, I would like, sort of giggle with excitement. Because I'm like, where is all this candy coming from? Meanwhile, he's throwing it, Max. He's throwing it at me. It's just falling on the floor in his area. And... Um, Afterwards, we dove in there. But every time he did it, I got filled with excitement. And Danny was just great. So there's really that. Yes, I'm available. By the way, Cameo Zoom is interactive. Some people emailed me about that. Yeah, it's interactive. Like, I know Doug Benson, sometimes he'll just, uh, if it's, you know, he'll just smoke some pot with some people, spend 10, 15 minutes with some people. But it's interactive. It's not just a message for someone. You block out a period of time. And then you could like pick a few, like you, a friend, and another friend. You could all be in different, three people in three different households, but you all Zoom me together. But all the information's on Cameo. There you go, boom. Um, And that's it. No, it isn't. No, it isn't. All right, listen. On the pursuit pursuit to better sound, I will never give up. We got a digital board. It's too much. If we had a tech person in there when things go back to normal, that's great. But it's going to be a little while. So Sweetwater was really nice. They're letting us return this new board, which is high tech. The recorder's built right in, a Zoom recorder, but we need to go back to like more of an analog board. 
So that's what we're going to do. We're going to get an updated one, but a brand new one. But I'm not going to buy one yet. I'll tell you why. Um, but I'm returning the, this one because Jonathan's trying to find a tech person, you know, someone that this is just all they do. They might tell me the board to get. So I'm going to wait. Jonathan might get someone, or I'm asking you guys again, if you live in L.A. near, you know, basically Crescent Heights and Pico, and, and this is what you do, I'll wait to talk to you. You'll maybe tell me the one to buy. But last time I said, is there anyone out there that specifically knows about this, this Zoom board? But we don't have that anymore. It'll just be a board that we, if, if there's someone out there that can help me, that you we decide. You'll talk to me, you'll talk to Jonathan, and if there's someone out there that can help me, and then you'll say, hey, you know, get this board or get your old board, but I'm going to wait. All right, so reach out at toddglasscomedy at gmail.com. Otherwise, we'll get, you know, we got Jonathan working on it. So we'll, we'll get it figured out. Next week, I might just do one of those shows on my phone again. You know, I'll go to Vaughn's, take, you know, I'm going to, well, you'll see. But I will not, I hope this show turned out all right. I hope it did. Oh, God, you guys are always nice whenever I go, I know you're tired of hearing about the show and the sound, but we're gonna, it's going to be behind us one day. Like I said, though, it takes longer than you think. I get it. I get frustrated, but better days are ahead of us. It seems like you've been saying this forever. No, it will end because I won't let it not end. I'm going to be very aggressive in figuring this out. Um, okay, you're great. Thank you. Um, Aristotle, you're great. I'm great. <laughs> Danny LaBelle's great. Max Beasley, Max Austin Beasley is great. Everything is great. So, um, enjoy the show. And I'm, I was really just Danny LaBelle commits. Every time he got up and sang, I was like, Oh, it pained me that we didn't have reverb. But we're going to have reverb in there like you never heard about. Um, all right, everybody. Enjoy the show. Bye. Oh, you're going to have to push that down with your, with your bottle. It's too, it's too high. The light? Yeah. The, the wicks need to be pushed down. Yeah. You can like take the plastic off and just use the bottom of the bottle, but make sure the... Danny, you better come back around. No, we're recording. We are recording. Yeah, well, we can leave this as part of our cold opening. No, don't unscrew that. Oh, Danny, you're killing me. <laughs> Danny, stop. It's not the wick stop. is not in the thing anymore. Okay, let anymore. me explain what Danny's doing. Okay, I didn't even want to start the show. He's uh, there, there's an oil candle over there. Okay, there we and go. So it's fine. It went out. Now he's unscrewing it, getting his oily hands all. Well, not his his hands weren't oily, and I'm not going to be able to do the show now. I'm going to have to come over there and clean up. There's no nothing to clean. I did it very neatly. Yeah, but but I, I'm, I'll I'm just only come touching over the dry it. part of the wick. The dry part only. Hold on, I'll be I'll do it because you know. Put your mask on, Todd. I know. This is generally it's a candlelit show, from my memory. No, you're right. I might start over, but I'm not. But I'll just have him edit this out. Don't start, don't touch anything. Where's my mask? <laughs> 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 All right, I got the wick to a perfect oh, height. Oh, thank you. What the fuck? Your mask? You took it off, and then you flung it somewhere. No, I didn't. No. I'm gonna start over because I'm too stressed out. Think you didn't fling it? Oh.
See, you flung it. Well, you're. If you want the show, if you want me to leave this part in, you're. You're. Then you're talking now. Tell everyone what's going on. Ladies and gentlemen, we can call this the cold open. Welcome to the cold open of the Todd Glass Show. Tonight, our host, Mr. Glass, who keeps, well, let's say, an immaculately clean COVID studio, is putting his mask on and coming around here to relight the candle. As we speak, he's saying, "Excuse me, excuse me." And now he's he's lighting the candle with the lighter. It took him two times to get it, and then he's using his thumb, uh, quite courageously, adjusting the wick by pushing it down. He now took the plastic wrap off of the water bottle, and now he's ferociously, Not ferociously. Cl- cleaning the Vigorous. table. Vigorously. Vigorously. I'll take thank you, Max. Yes. And then he bent down and did something. He's bending down again to do something behind me. I don't know what. He's taking the ionizer out, um, which is a scary-looking machine that he had in here. It was terrifying, to be quite honest. No guest should have to walk into that. But uh, being the man that I am, I never want to criticize. I always appreciate Todd's eccentricities and whatever he decides. He wants to put a machine in here that scares the living daylights out of people. I say more power to him because he comes from a good place. That's the cold opening, everybody. Now, the candle's lit over there. Oil torch. I have my oil can. Oil, what's it called? An oil lamp. It's an oil, I don't know what you call it. Would you mind if I made it a little higher? No, just don't touch it, please. Okay, hold on. Now I'm going to get my headsets. I'm going to put them on. There's a brand new show. Waiting on the cell phone. There you go. Sitting pretty with a brand new Just came on both. Wow, Danny LaBelle, the last time he was on, it didn't get... Wow, I'm excited you're here. Sorry. What do you mean, who's going to listen? What if I didn't get it? He's going to listen to, but I go, what do you mean, who's going to listen? Now I... Let's get right down to it. Let's get right down to it. I'm glad you're here. You're here in one. I I just have new plexiglass in between me and the guest instead of plastic, and it's clearer. And it is like, it's it's like we're sitting right. It's that I did it between me and Max. Did he hit record? Oh yeah, yeah. We oh, had we're the, we're going. This is all on record. Yeah, everything yeah. we just did up front with the candle. What do you think? We were jacking around. Well, that's a cold last opening. Last time I came, remember, we didn't hit record. Last time you came here, that did happen. That's truth. That's my, my I safe word. I you something. It's a Rolo. Chocolate <laughs> on the outside, <laughs> caramel on the inside. Oh, he threw it against the glass. Oh, shit. <laughs> didn't work. <laughs> See, the last time he was here, he brought peppermint patties. But we were doing the show in the patio still then. So he was throwing me and Max peppermint patties. Now he is tr- truth. He brought Rolos, and you tricked us on the way in because we said last time you brought peppermint patties. <laughs> he's throwing them. He's throwing them at Max, and he's throwing them at me. But obviously, they're not getting it. And I want them. I, I want know. Those so do I. Yeah. How about that cake I got you? Do you want that? Be no, honest. No, no. You don't want it. No, thank. Can you, you bring it over to me? <laughs> no, I'm serious. Don't throw it. But like, hold on. I'm serious. I need to get something. 
Todd is walking to the other side of the studio to get some cake from Danny. He's coming around back now. I don't want to say this is this. I don't want to say. Did I interrupt somebody? No. no. I don't want to say I needed this, but I'm going to tell the listeners. You know, it was just a busy day in the sense of, um, you know, just for whatever reason. But now, but I got to unwind enough time. I don't like to just work right up to the show. I finally got a chance to stop at around 5, around 4 o'clock. And I'm like, Danny's coming. I just want to take my time. Aristotle stopped by, helped us. We're learning this new board. I still need a tech person. I'll talk about that on the opening. But, um, but I didn't eat a lot today. Now, is the right thing to eat vin- brownies? No. But Danny, I got him two on a little, they're on a Christmas plate, and they're two, like, vanilla brownies. Oh, and you put two peppermint patties on there. But what about Max? <laughs> I went over, and he gave me the little, I gave him uh, a few, like, dessert. They're, like, brownies. I gave him two. But he said I could have them, Whoa. even though I got them for him. So when I went over to just get it, I went outside, went into his door, rolled it open. Do most of you know what the show looks like here? Um, he gave me the two brownies, vanilla brownies, I guess, blondies or whatever. Yeah. So, folks, I'm going to... All right, listen, they're so good. These are so fucking good. Mm. I'm sorry. Let me move away. Talk to everybody. Ladies and gentlemen. No, be real. Whoa. Have you given any thought to retirement? Are you scared? It Do you get scared during the pandemic? Like, even though it doesn't make sense rationally, do you ever get panic attacks? Like, no. are we going to make it through this? No. You don't. Well, I'm uh, I'm over three hundred pounds. Yeah. Oh, you know, if I had anything to be scared about, that would be it, right? <laughs> oh no, that doesn't even make any sense. Sure, it does. I'm already in danger without the pandemic. I, I ask you if you thought... People don't understand that fat people are daredevils. You leave the house and eat, and you're overweight. You're putting your life in your hands. It's Can I tell you something? Thing. I'll tell you the truth. You yeah. will, you, will you be honest with me? Yeah. Truth? Yeah. I said truth. You know what that means? Or dare, yeah. Yo, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm not joking around with you. Okay. Then I okay. won't joke around with you. Uh, when I say truth, you don't have... You have... Yeah, unfortunately, that's the rules of the show. So can I ask you a truth? Yes. And and I'm truthful with you. I I didn't I took I started to realize that not only punching down with race or you know with whatever um I didn't I don't I didn't like jokes that you would call fat jokes in my act. Okay. And I had a few of them. All right. And I mine were sort of you know, uh, I, I made it work, but I go, what? Well, well, and I thought, just like everything else, you're going to embarrass years later who you took a punch at. Now, I know it's it's not, well, it is right. Yeah. When I see comedians that still do it, and especially when they're 45, 50 years old, and it's always a bullshit slant. The anger, and I see it, a lot of people that are heavy, is fake anger. It's not what these people are really mad at. One comedian says, but it, but it doesn't matter. I, I know sometimes it's hard for me to just shut up. I should just do what I want. Why do I have to preach about it? Why can't I just do it? But Because I'm curious of your take on it. Do you... So I... I When I see comedians railing on people that are heavy, yeah. I, I think you, you got it wrong. It's there's You can relate more than you think with someone that's heavy. You have something. It might not be your weight that 
you get logically and you wake up every day and think you're going to change it and you never change it. But every fucking day when you wake up, you really think this is going to be the day. That sounds crazy. You might not have it with your weight, but you have it with something else. Most people. I do, do have it with my weight. I know you do. I know. But I'm saying someone else that doesn't have it with their weight, I bet has it in some other area of their life where they should be able to relate. So I don't like fat jokes. I, I don't I don't need them well, in my I act. I wasn't making a joke. I was making a statement. I was telling you the truth. When when you're overweight, you're always at risk. You understand? Is this thing on? Yeah. <laughs> Who's talking about you? No, well, no. Yeah, you can turn. No, no, no. It's the last one. Why would you turn that one? All the way to the right. Oh, uh, yeah. Hello, hello. Test one. Oh, this All one. the way to the left. Hello, hello, hello. Yeah, that's better. I Forget was, it. You misunderstood no, me. No, no, no. I do understand. I was you, just, but I'm just trying because I was just trampolining well, off of your well, topic. Listen, so there's a lot. There's a lot to unpack here. Oh, yeah. Jesus! Yeah. I didn't know I was. There's a lot to unpack here. Go ahead. Oh, you want me to unpack it? Yeah. Well, I thought I'm, that. I'm, I, I should, but as a good I, host, I thought that would get me off the hook. Just saying that. All right, look. Um, <clears throat> well. I don't know. I I hear what you're saying, but I don't agree with you. So you like people that you like people that are angry. I know I don't want to p- make it sound facetious. So what is what do you think I'm saying? How about if we start there? What am I saying? Well, you're you're coming from a really good-hearted place where you're saying you know you don't you don't you've turned on comedy that vic- that takes a victim, you know that works off of a victim, right? So uh, because I'll tell you why. Because if you when you I, I think that you should want to be some of the same person you are off stage, on stage. I don't think it gets so. I get it. A lot of people think, well, in real life, yeah, I wouldn't. Here's do the thing: it. you and I have something in common, to my memory. We both absolutely love Don Rickles, right? Yeah, but let's not get into it because I don't. I'm not okay with. First of all, Don Rickles is dead, and he was a hundred. So that doesn't mean that type of comedy has to go forever. But did, That's but, not but the did defense think, of it. Did you think what he was doing was wrong? I, can I tell you something? Yeah. I bet that Bob Newhart knew that that's not what made him. This is the compliment to, to Don Rickles. When, when somebody like Lisa Lampanelli, who might think, oh, I'm doing sort of what Don Rickles did. First of all, Don Rickles was close to 100. So, okay, I, hold on. I didn't on. like the way Lisa did it, but I liked the way Don did And it. so did I, and, he, and I adore him more than anybody on the planet, but I had to make good with what you're talking about. And I will tell you this, and it's a compliment to Don Rickles. It's not going to age well. It's not going to be me out there cheerleading it to not age well. It just won't. But the compliment to Don Rickles is he didn't need that to be funny. He was I agree. funny I agree. without it at all. And I bet that Bob Newhart, because of one thing that he said, had conversations with him about it. As far as, what do you still need that for? What are you doing that for? Because at one point, it wasn't okay. I don't have to go to my death. I can redefine myself, just like we do with relationships, whether they're right. We're allowed to take people we admire. And by the way, he didn't do anything that is unforgivable. It it was just a portion of what he did, I feel. I don't have to make pretend it's all right. I'll go batty. It wasn't. It wasn't all right. Can I tell you something? And and I don't want to... And I fucking love him. I'm going to tell you something. I don't like arguing with you, not because I don't think you have good points. I do think you have good points. I just feel like you're too intense. I'm too when, intense. When you argue, you're very emphatic. You're loud. You're intense. And then I, you know, I kind of go into my shell. And you, you know? can. I, first of all, I appreciate you saying that. You can't though, because is if somebody, 
I, I once told somebody, when I change my opinion, you're going to think I'm being sarcastic. With all the hard sell, I still, unless it's something ridiculous that I don't, you know, I'm not going to not going to hear the other side to uh, yeah. to black people shouldn't marry white people. I don't want to hear the other side to that. But no, wait a to, minute, what side are you on on that one? Well, <laughs> <laughs> so I appreciate you telling me that. So go in. You don't don't because if I think someone is uh, not comfortable having a, a completely 180 opinion from me, yeah. then I don't even want to bring it up. No, I don't mind disagreeing. I don't mind. And I like hearing your point of view. Just sometimes you get so mm-hmm. fired up about your point of view. I know. That I get a little scared, and then um, I kind of recoil. And then I'm like, ah, it's not worth it. I just, know, and I'm just, saying don't. Just move on. It's, it's too uncomfortable. Like, let's just laugh and have fun. So, you don't listen. So... That's the best thing you said all night. It's the only thing I said all night. Well, no, you said other <laughs> things too. You don't like getting. You never. You said it once to me personally. You always thought, "Oh God, I want one of those so bad." Sorry, uh, just uh, you know, for giving me a compliment, I like to throw a candy to you. But I, uh, did I eat both of those peppermint patties you gave me? Probably. Wow, I thought I didn't. But but I, I, just so you don't think I leave un un uh, unbuttoned buttons yeah. um it is it's good food for thought because i've once said out here to i said it to cody woods a few times because i'm very passionate i said cody if you're ner- like if you're uncomfortable to come back at me and I, the, here's the example i always use like my brother i'm my brother knows i'm passionate but he'll after a big passionate ran or daniel kino or or tom martin they know my passion but then they'll just come right back with me now but it's part of me to understand if you're not comfortable doing that then it's wrong for me to be I'm, giving. I'm the kind of guy that, like, uh, you know, if somebody yells at me, I just, like, uh, my brain is just, like, shut it off. See, I didn't think that way with you. I thought you'd be, like, at the Vaughn's complaining. Oh, yeah, no, I'll complain. Ah, that's I that's, knew it. That's different. That's No, yeah. but if someone yells at me, you know, like, as soon as someone raises their voice, I get a little scared, you know? And I, and I like... Uh, like, I, I get anxious inside, and I never tell yeah. anybody this, but I'm just telling you because I feel comfortable with you. No, I think it's good that you tell uh, me that because you, uh, sometimes, I feel, I can, like, I'm a full-grown adult, but I, I but I know what you mean in different situations. Yeah. I feel like a little kid. If somebody yeah. is yelling or if I get reprimanded at yeah. a comedy club in the early days, oh, I would just, I, 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 sinking I would. feeling. I have sinking feeling, exactly. Yeah, and then you're like, oh, I got to escape from this immediately. It's so, not a good so, feeling. So, like, even if it's, like, a robust argument, and I'm, like, logically, my brain is saying, well, Todd's saying some good stuff there, you know? Like, if you really, like, break down what he's saying, you probably agree with him, you know? But um, but then there's other part of me is going. Shut it off, shut it off. Yeah, yeah. I'm with Danny. I'm the same way. Yeah. 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 I oh. uh, I I completely avoid conflict to the point where I just become silent and recede into myself. Yeah, now my, let me ask you a question. Side. But hold on, let me ask you a question because this is gonna you know we we are recording this. Yeah. Um. Five years ago, I wouldn't have asked this question. I would have thought, move on. But now I think, okay, really, what are you thinking? And here's what I'm thinking. Yeah. And there could be an answer to this. How do you, because the way I would talk to somebody in person, like, you know, like if I had a sister-in-law that disagreed with me on a certain thing, or if I would go home and I have, you know, family members that voted for Trump. I, th- I always said, I think my listening audience would be surprised. 
oh no 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 you would you would you would be shocked as shit it's not the time it's not the place right. and i heard a comedian once say doing your podcast except i'm learning is yelling into the canyon and when you yell into the canyon, it's a lot different than if, I, of course, if I was sitting across with somebody that had a different view than me, yeah. I wouldn't be able to discuss it with him that way. But what do you do? Because on this show, it is, a, it is, I would say, a pretty loving place, but it is a place where a lot I get, you get worked, worked up. up. Yeah. Now, I don't always do it with the guest ahead of me because in certain times I don't know what the guests think. So a lot yeah. of times if like a guest is coming in and let's say I, I don't know their stance on something, mm-hmm. I just won't talk about it. Because yeah. it's it's not fun to get passionate about something and then have to go get silly. Yeah, yeah. Right? So I so I but when it's just me and you, are, are you uncomfortable in here if I if I be honest, because if I like you know you know me, like if I go off on a t- if something hits the news next week with tra- with uh, transgender or something intolerant to any group of people, I'm gonna use this as my yelling into the canyon. Will that make you uncomfortable? No, I I don't think I usually feel uncomfortable because I'm not afraid of you. Right. Like I'm not afraid I've of totally you hitting trans- me. Or... Totally changed my stance on transgender people since I was your wife. Uh oh. Oh, you th- maybe we should get into that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, you know, well, you didn't have a stance last time. I'm only kidding. Oh Jesus! <laughs> I just thought what a silly thing that Yeats. would be. <laughs> I ate a lot of that chocolate. Because that either implies I had a bad stance on it, or it implies I now have a bad stance. Right. On it. Yeah. <laughs> There's a story behind everything. Like, oh boy, what did his, what did his stance used to be, or what is it now? Oh. What if I just say I've gone off him? You know, I. Uh, <laughs> I know that'll get started. <laughs> well, let me tell you something. I don't. I don't. I'm. I'm pausing because y- there is there is something to be. Uh, it's different with you because you'll be gone next week, but you'll be here. That's why I ask you. So, but but also there doesn't mean there's no behavior on my part that can't change. Yeah. As far as I said, I don't want to be the Tucker Carlson of of even being on the right side of history, and that means it's flippant and it's snarky. You can be right. One plus one is two. You fucking pile of shit. But in the way you deliver it, right. So, you know, it's 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 the expression get out of your own way. Part of me, I get insecure now because I'm thinking, wait, am I going to yell and make Max uncomfortable? No, you're good. Am I going to am I going to, you know, but with with what I think happened, you know, they say the only way a podcast can go bad is if you're dishonest, if you're not in the moment. Yeah. And then you have to walk on eggshells. Yeah. But if you're in the moment and you say the way you feel, nothing can go wrong. I never left therapy ever walking on eggshells, even though we both said things in therapy that. It nev- so I hope so in here you don't either unless you try to just so that's the feeling that I had. But so the Don Rickles thing, you might have be in yeah. completely different, uh, you know, underst- uh, feeling about it. And then I'm like, rah, 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 and then you don't want to disagree with me and then try to go be silly. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I know. Can I tell you something about Don Rickles, though? Yeah. So we can go to just the part that I adore about him. Yeah. I go on binges. Yeah. You know, I had to get right with the other thing. I'm not being phony now, but you also you should all also know I've been on binges and it's it's great, but sad, but in a good way, because how long he was OK. Like now you watch the progression. Seventy fucking he was no problem at all. Yeah. He come out seventy five, you know, yeah. oh, just still like, wait, you know, right. Yeah. Well, I saw him right before he died at the Saban Theater. You did? Yeah, he was he was still funny, but he, you know he wasn't like. But then again, you know what I think? Here's the truth. 
today I was driving down La Cienega, and uh, I see this guy, old guy, and he's crossing the street, and he tripped on the curb, and he fell on his face, and his glasses came off, and he dropped his briefcase. So I did what anyone would do, you know. I honked and I rolled my window down and I said, "Loser!" And I no. <laughs> I, I pulled over. I helped him up, and uh, he cut his face and oh on the sidewalk. And I said, "Look, you know where do you need to go? I'll take you there if you want." How? How? Who? This is just the guy you saw it's walking. Like a ninety-year-old guy. Uh huh. And he tripped as he was coming from the street back onto the curb, and uh, I I said I got to do something, you know. And I pulled over and I helped him up. I helped him get up, and uh, I said, look, you know, I didn't even want to bring a strain because of COVID. I don't really want to bring someone in my car, but I figure, you know, he's 90. If one of us is dead, it's him, right? You know? <laughs> but uh, <laughs> Yeah, you gave him COVID. You but saved again, him, but then uh, you killed him. Then again, I'm overweight. I'm at risk. He's at risk. I had to see who's more at risk. I figured out probably him by about 2%, so I said, okay. But no, but I, I was a little hesitant to do it, but I already helped him up. I already close to the yeah. guy, you know. So you let him in your car? So I, I took him for, I said, where do you need to go? He says, well, I just went for a walk. I just walked for, I like to walk because it's good weather. And I just need to get back to my car. So I said, where's your car? He tells me the cross street. I don't know where it is. So he's, I said, can you direct me? He said, yeah. It was two and a half miles away. I said, boy, you walk two and a half miles here? He says, yeah, I do five miles every day. Well, and uh, I go about two and a half miles one way, and then I go back to my car. That's how I get my daily exercise. The guy's 90-something, you know? And uh, I thought, geez, I don't do five miles a day. You know, maybe I'm more at risk, you know? But I, uh, <laughs> I said, <laughs> I don't do five miles a day. That's pretty impressive. But then I was thinking, is it really that impressive, or am I just really impressed because he's old? You well, know? it could be a mixture. I mean, I mean, it's not like he was jogging. He was just walking. You well, know? I think it's it's the 90 adds a lot, obviously, because yeah. yeah. if he's a, yeah. you know, if a 50 year old guy or a 30 year old guy, you know, so, so OK, I, great. I, you walk to an I, I haven't walked five miles in a long time. So I was thinking about, you know, I used to. Yeah, walk, me. Used to, oh, well, on my treadmill, maybe. But, yeah, I don't walk five miles even when I walk a lot. You know, I used to work for Jackie Mason. Do you know that? Yeah, but but. Uh, are you? Are you did? Yeah. Jackie Mason. Jackie Mason. Uh, do do I, you? Uh, can you do a good? Uh, good? Or do you do? I don't know. I mean, uh, how's it, let me hear you. If you think it happens to be good, then it's up to you. But if a guy like you thinks it's a good impression, then who then knows it's a what good that impression. means? It doesn't mean much. Can you, you know can, what the hell does it matter if you like it? Can you do it, Jackie Mason? Jackie Mason. It happens to be a fact. Let's go around to see, because let me tell you something: a Jew does not camp. A camp. A Jew. A Jew. A Jew doesn't camp. A Jew goes to the Holiday Inn. That's what a Jew does. He doesn't camp. <laughs> Because because they did that back then. A lot of Jews did this, and the, the Italians they what? go. Let me ask you a question. What? You think that's a good impression of me? Do I think that's a good? No, I. Do, my impression you know of you. I think it's on a scale from I one think to ten. It's a lousy impression. A lousy you're impression. A, you're a bastard. For you're trying a bastard. You know He's a big bastard. I'll tell you something, tell you something I'm getting, else. I'm, I'm getting, getting out of this I'm getting show. Out of this show. I'm out of here. I'm out of here. And the Jew. So anyway, I used to I used to work for him. What did you do for him? By the way, for our listening audience. Uh, you know, Jackie Mason is a living legend. I don't know if he's living. Yeah, he, of course he's living. He's living. I, I wasn't positive. I just talked to him the other day. You did? Yeah, I still talk to him. How's he doing? He's old. I know, but is he? Is he? Is he? Is he <laughs> how old do you think? How old is Jackie Mason now? He's in his nineties. Is he really? Is he okay? Is he? Is he? Can, is he okay? Are you okay? Did is you really talk okay? to him? Yeah, I really talked to him. You you know all these like these living legends. Well, like, I met George Carlin through him. That's how I became friends with Carlin. Because Jesus. Of, because they were like really close friends. People don't know that. Jackie Mason and, and George, George Carlin? And George Carlin for many years were good friends. 
So when I worked for Jackie, George came to the show. This is a whole other story, but I can't. He came to the show on a night I wasn't working. I sold his merch on Broadway. Who? Who's? Jackie's. You did. And it wasn't my night, and Jackie invited me to come anyway. He's like, you like Georgie Carlin? And I go, Georgie Carlin? You mean George Carlin? I love George I didn't ask if you love George Carlin. I said, do you like George Carlin? Now it's making me sick, the fact that you have to be such a, a fan screaming, you love George Carlin. I didn't say that you love him. He says, anyway, listen, he, hap <laughs> he happens to be coming to my show tonight, and I thought it might be an opportunity for a young comedian for you who might like to meet him. So come to the show, and I'll introduce you afterwards. So that's how I met him at backstage at the Helen Hayes Theater with Jackie. And what? year is this it's, i think it's 2021 but i could be wrong <laughs> no oh <laughs> 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 sorry i hate um, my life. no what year is this that this is happening probably around tw 2004 is it when i was in new york when i met you it was probably before that how you many know, years ago did we meet remember you came to my college show so did george carlin yeah, yeah. wait he came yeah not the same night i was there no a different day wow. he was on three times I had he, he performed? He came and he did an hour with me in the studio. You can, I, wow. I, I can send it to you sometime. I, how long did I do with you? 20 minutes. You said I'm too big a star. And then you well, said, at I the time, <laughs> I just had a book <laughs> with Simon & Schuster. I didn't the, think that I had to sit with a kid in New York. No, I was there. I loved it. I did a video getting into the elevator yeah, with you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you remember that? I do. I, I'll show you something. Right? It's online. It's, yeah. on, it's on YouTube. What does it say? It's you and I'm getting in the elevator, but I keep talking to you. If you really want to know, you were making fat jokes. I don't know. No, I wasn't. Shut the <laughs> fuck uh -oh. up. Oh, you have enough to call it back. I'm trying to be on the right side of the history. Uh, you come back to make a cheap, shitty joke. Did you ever well, think great. You know what? I'm not going to make saying what I want to say, but believe that, me, I want to say it. Did you, did you ever stop and think that maybe maybe history is a hexagon? No. What does that mean? It's like I'm a good side, interviewer. The, side of a stop, the, side, the shape of a stop sign. What is What is that? Well, maybe it doesn't have two sides history. You know, like people always say they want to be on the right side of history. But what if it's a five sided thing? Well, you know what? But some things eventually. What would you say? Uh, no. Why are you trying? I'm not going to get into a serious conversation. Oh, my God. I almost bit at that. I'll wait till there's someone in yeah, here that can be silly and serious. Hey, this is oh. George Wow. I love that he stayed true to himself without being phony. Yeah. I, I can't. You I do can't. it. You do uh, it. <laughs> All right. Listen, there's blue food and uh, there's Jewish calling. You know what I say? Those people, they go up, but they won't let that person have their rights because they're afraid. So you know what? Fuck you and fuck him. <laughs> That's good. I can't, you know, I, I can't get the ding and then they do that. Yeah. But then and that then group, a little all we want is a yeah. little respect. But you know what? These fucking, ha <laughs> ha, and they come down and you know what I say? Fuck you and fuck, fuck them you. and yeah. fuck them. I like the one where he's in Vegas and he and he yells at the crowd. And he goes, "You're here for me. I'm here for me, and no one's here for you." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, those so. famous, infamous, like uh, you know. Uh, and then I heard that, that Bob Dylan, someone yelled out, "You suck," and he said, "I don't believe you," <laughs> which is great. Me, that sounded like a beetle. I don't believe you. <laughs> oh, it's only four boys. Four boys. Yeah. Well, there's only four boys. Well, there's only four of us, you know. And you know what I found out? It's this Hello. COVID nonsense. You know. Hello, Paul. Hi, my name is uh, Bill. I'm calling from uh, Florida. What yeah. was? When did you realize that the beat that you guys couldn't walk in the streets anymore? Well, you know that's a funny story, really. Um, I'm trying to think back. It was, well, you know, there was. We were just boys, first of all. You know, we were really just four of us. There was me, 
There was George. There was another one named John, I believe. Mm -hmm. And there was Ringo. Did you know you came upon something in the Purdue? Okay, I'm going to hang up. What? What happened? Well, this is the Paul McCartney show, and uh, we're open for for callers. We seem to... Yes, I'm back. I'm sorry. Oh, you're back. So did you know that you well, guys... Had, you. Did you guys know you had landed upon something? Well, you know, landed. That's not... That's quite a term. I mean, not really. Not really. We... I mean, we, we were just four boys, you know, and... When did you realize you... that? Like, when was the first big check you remember getting? Well, I don't know if I've even really ever got a big check, Todd. I've gotten some, like, medium checks and put them together. Like, when I did Live and Let Die. Do you remember that one? Of mm -hmm. course. It, it went something, and you were young and you're... Oh, you want some reverb? I can give you some reverb. Sure. You know, and it was like a little doodle doodle doodle. And then you used to say, live and let live. You know, you did. And then I said it a few times. You know, you did. You know, you did. You know, I you didn't did. hear any reverb in there. Be, be, Try you? it again, Paul. I'm your producer now. I don't know what bit this when is, but you I'm were young and your heart was an open book. Huh. You used to say, live and let live. You know you okay, did. I'm you back know to the caller. You know I'm going to continue this bit, but, but you know be what better I, at it. But I always like to say, you know you did, you know you did, you know you did. Because sometimes, and don't, don't lose me on this, you know. I'm here. Some, sometimes you say to someone, you know you did. And then they're like, oh, I don't know if I did. And you're like, you know you did. And they're like, no, yeah. I, d I don't think I did. And then you let, you know you did. You know you did. You know you did. That's the right amount of times to say it. It's three. Because what? then they really know they did, you know? Do you remember the first big check you ever got? Oh, that's what you asked me, yeah. So that would be it, yeah, when I wrote Live and Let Die. How much was that, if you don't mind if I ask? Well, you mean before or after taxes? Before. I don't know, because they already take the taxes out of the check before I get oh, it. Oh, <laughs> after that. Did you know that you uh, guys, did you know that you had something special? How many boys were you, by the way? There was four of us. So there were how many boys? Four? Four of I us. I think four. There was only four, four boys. There was only four of us, you know. There's it's four boys. It's not like we were like a ten-band ensemble or something. And you you're know? just playing, jack jacking around? We were, yeah, we were just... Just strum, fucking around, right? Strumming around and playing... Strum, what'd you do? You just took out the guitar? Tunes. You just strum your fingers on it? Yeah, I just sort of let my hand go limp and I just slam it on Is the... Is that true? Is that how you wrote... You said you wrote Let It Be by letting your hand go limp. I let my hand Tell the story. Go, well, I don't even have very good muscles in my hands to mm -hmm. begin with you know i've had an occupational therapist check it out and i've and i used to just take my hands and i'd let them go limpy limp and then i'd slam them down on the keys and uh and then whatever happened from there was whatever happened you know sometimes it was quite musical so you just let your hand go i don't know why i'm this caller letting stay on the line but it no. works and i like yeah. the effect on the phone um so your hand just goes you just yeah put i your just let it go did limp. you pour a beer on your hand and then you just let it go limp on the guitar. Is this true? Yes. That's what somebody said. That, that is true. As I that's recall. how you wrote J "Hey Jude." Well, you know Linda, my my uh, your wife. Yeah, she was my wife, and um, she didn't have working hands, to my memory. No, I think no she it, did. it was the legs. She had one leg. She had a prosthetic. No, leg. that was a different wife. Oh, but she did. No, have Linda two only had like her hands. They worked sort of, but they were a little weak, and so she. You know, sh I took the technique from her because she would just sort of like uh, strummy strum. And then I thought, OK, 
Let me try that. When you walk around during the day, you feel like a regular guy? I have to pinch myself all the time. You do? Yeah. That, what, do you, these, what do you do? I've got pinch marks all over my body. <laughs> can I can I ask Mr. McCartney a question? Sure you can. Paul, uh, sorry, Mr. Mc Mr. Sir McCartney? McCartney? Or is this one of those teeny boppers? <laughs> is it is it Sir McCartney? Sir McCartney. Uh, yeah, for you, yeah. Uh, yeah. Sir, Sir McCartney? I think it, it should be Sir. When you go, say, to uh, Buffalo Wild Wings. Well, yeah. <laughs> what about it? And you order uh, wings. Sure, does I'm, the, a, I'm a regular guy. Does the uh, server ever give you a little wink or a, or a smile? You say, right. hey, can I get some wings? And you say, and Oh, the, you mean because my band was called Wings? Yeah, you know. No, not really. Okay. Not really. Not to my memory. But what back I, in what, studio. But 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 when I meet one of those buggy scientists, they always ask me questions about Beatles. I see. They do. Because before Wings, we were in the Beatles. Who yeah. came up with the name the Beatles? Well, there was four of us, so you know, it could have been any one of the four boys. And when, and then where did that come from? Four of us. <laughs> Oh, Danny. Do you feel good now? I feel better. You feel loved? I feel loved. Do you feel hugged? I feel hugged. Main, my Hug? main job was to get Danny LaBelle comfortable and yeah. cozy. How's the temperature in your room? Seriously. It's nice. You, do you uh, want to... Remember I told you last time I told you stories. We talked about George Carlin and we talked about a little bit about Don Rickles. And by the way, I, I almost got a chance to interview Don Rickles. And uh, I, I, I know his, um, his cousin very well. And um, his cousin reached out and put me in touch with him. And I asked him to do my podcast. And he said, um, if I do your podcast, then I have to do the Mark Marin podcast. And I have to do uh, like 10 other podcasts that have requested me. And the next thing I know, all, he's like, I'm, I'm in my 90s. And uh, all my time is going to be on one podcast or another. I don't want that. So if I say yes to someone, then I feel bad saying no to everyone so it said, makes sense. So he said, yeah. "He said I'll do anything else for you because because uh, out of respect, because you're friends with my cousin." He said, "You have any project that's not a podcast, I'll do it. You want to do a video interview show or something, I'll do it. Whatever you want, I'll do it. Wow. But I won't do a podcast." So I'm thinking I got to come up with something good, you know, to have Don Rickles on. Mm -hmm. And a few months later, he died. Oh. But uh, I I didn't want to <laughs> just make. And then I was like kicking myself. I'm like I should have just made up a project to have him. But then it's like yeah. so ingenuine. Like, what am I gonna make some fake project and waste his time? You know, I wanted to do something. Hello, real. it's Bob. What? It's Barbara Rickles. Oh, Barbara, how are you? Oh, Don loved you. Oh, thank you. He really did. He just thought you were so sweet. You know, I don't. I haven't been listening to the show, but <clears throat> he told me. Remember that one time? Yeah. That uh, you. He didn't know. Um. You know, he didn't. He didn't want to tell Danny that he couldn't do his podcast. He felt bad, but if he did one podcast, he'd have to do them all. Yeah. So he said, "I'll do." He goes, "I'll do any podcast." I'm trying to talk like now, James Dewey, Don. You know, but Don would make yeah. talk Barbara. He would always put his tongue yeah. out, like nah, listen. Nah, nah. Yeah. I'll listen. He made that was funny. One time, Sarah Silverman asked him two specific questions about that. Yeah. When dinner mornings, it was something like, "Now sometimes you go a little less than, and you do the tongue here, and then the other time, like, oh, that's so perceptive." Yeah. She goes. He goes. Get a life. <laughs> Just meeting you. So, hey, when I met Don, I I feel like I lucked out when I met Don Rickles at yeah. the Jimmy Kimmel studio. Um, 
I, I'd met him in Vegas once, but the time that was a great time was at the Kimmel studio, and he was still, you know, fucking sharp as fucking. He must have been 80. Uh-huh. Ten years before he died. Uh-huh. And he was, he was amazing, and he was so nice. And the three times that I met him, he was every single time was super nice. I never had it more than a... To be honest, at Jimmy Kimmel, he wouldn't nice, know who I was, but what he a was, nice email that he sent me, though. You know, let me uh, that he'd do anything. For I me, know, you know, and 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 um, especially you know, you're like me. I'm sure you grew up like watching. I watched on you watch him on every talk show. I would imagine, right? Yeah. When when you were growing up, what shows would Don Rickles be on? Well, I saw him on Jay Leno a lot. You know, um, he's on Letterman sometimes. Sesame Street. But that's uh, I, I I didn't even know when, when you talk when I was growing up when I was a teenager maybe but when I was a kid I didn't even know about this stuff you know my my comedy hero I didn't know about stand up you know when I started doing stand up this is the truth uh, I thought the only other stand up was Jerry Seinfeld <laughs> I'm not kidding because I, I I went to a religious school and it wasn't that religious I mean but I also grew up in a house where like we had one TV it was in my parents room. They didn't want us watching TV growing up. They wanted us to go and do stuff and be outside and stuff. So we didn't have cable. We didn't have. We only had one TV. We were barely ever in my parents' room. It was like, why would you go in there, you know? So I just didn't have any concept. Stand-up wasn't a thing that was talked about at school. And, you know, my my comedy hero was uh, Leslie Nielsen because of the Naked Gun movies. Mm-hmm. I loved Leslie Nielsen. And uh, and then I my grandma turned me on to uh, Seinfeld. And I thought he invented a new form of comedy, stand-up comedy. I'm not kidding. I get that. So I really thought um, when I started doing stand-up, I thought I, this is what happened. There was a, <laughs> I went into Starbucks in my neighborhood because it was pouring rain, and I'd just gotten off the train from the city, and I, didn't, I would walk home from the train. And uh, I went into Starbucks because it just, you know, like when in the East Coast, it's just like this. It just starts pouring buckets. Yeah. So I run into the nearest thing at Starbucks, and it's cozy in there. They have a fireplace. The fire's lit, and they have an open mic going on. And I'm like, what's this? Who's performing? They're like, oh, all kinds of people are performing. I'm like, well, well, who? They're like, well, anyone could perform. I'm like, anyone could perform? They're like, yeah, you just put your name on the list. I'm like, I could perform? They're like, you could perform. I go, what? This is just like, just like this? Like, I don't have to schedule it? And they go, no, you could perform. I'm like, I could go up in front of that audience on that mic right now. They're like, not right now. You wait your turn, but, you know. I said, well, where's the list? I'll put my name down. So I did. And then it comes to me, and the guy who I later became friends with, Adam Lieb, who is a great musician. I think he lives somewhere in Northern California now. He comes up to me, and he goes, hey, man, I'm Adam. I, I said, hey, Adam. He says, so uh, you're up next. I'm the I'm the host, and I, I like you know I bring you on. And he said, so uh, what do you do? I said, what do you mean? He says, well, are you, where's your instrument? Do you have an instrument? I said, no, what do you mean? He said, well, are, what are you, a poet? I said, no, I'm not a poet. He goes, well, there's a poets and musicians open mic. He said, what were you going to do? I said, honestly, I didn't even think about it. I just I just came in to get out of the rain, and then I, someone <laughs> said you could go up there, and I thought it would be fun to go up there. He says, well, you can't just go up there. You have to have something to do. I said, yeah, you're right. I said, well, I said, I was on the beach this week. I got a funny story from that. He goes, okay, so you're a comedian. I, he said, so so you, you, we'll put you last since you've never done anything before. He says, you can go last. So I waited and I went last. I told the story and I got laughs. 
And then there was uh, somebody told me this is this is the funniest part about the whole thing to get to this is a long setup. It's fine. But but uh, somebody told me, hey, look, you should you should enter this. You know, I'd been going every Wednesday. They would do the open mic for for a few weeks now. They said I was reading the Jewish Week newspaper and they have an ad, the funniest Jewish comedian. You're a comedian, right? I said, yeah, that's what they said. I'm a comedian. So <laughs> so uh, so so they said, well, you should enter it. I said okay, so I, ent- I I I went and I entered the thing. They said okay, you're you come down to the city w- to stand up in New York, and uh, you'll perform. And I was thinking, Jewish comedians, it's just gonna be me versus Seinfeld. You know, I really <laughs> thought that. I really thought I was 15. You're f- okay. That's what I was. Gonna I was ask 15 you. years old, and I thought, wow. I mean, I can't believe they opened up a place, a stand-up comedy club. I mean, like, I really thought th- that me and Seinfeld were the only two on the planet that did this. You know. And uh, and then when I got there, and uh, it was just a bunch of old Jews from synagogues around Queens and stuff, I was like, "Well, where's Seinfeld?" They're like, "What do you mean, where's Seinfeld?" They said, "Well, isn't he going to be here?" They said, "Why would he be here?" I said, "Well, what are these people?" They said, "They're they're here for the contest." I said, "They're comedians." They're like, "Well, they they're trying to be." I said, "But it's the funniest Jewish comedian, wouldn't?" Seinfeld be the funniest Jewish comedian? Like, wouldn't I have to, like, dethrone him to be, like, in the con? They go, no, this this is an amateur contest. Seinfeld's not coming to this. And you're 15. Yeah. That's what's, yeah, you have to remember you're 15. Otherwise, he's an idiot. Two years before. I was an idiot anyway, but. No, you weren't. You know, well, I wasn't the brightest. He said it. I've always been a little slow to pick things up. Then I'm smart, but it takes me longer than the average person. But, um. Everybody's understanding. I totally understand even though it's not my same experience as you, yeah. I totally, when you said, I thought Seinfeld invented, I mean, there is truth to that. It was certainly a new era of yeah. stand-up comedy, you know, of like things that were, you know, just real things. David Brenner, too. Like, when I saw yeah. David Brenner, yeah. I remember thinking, like, oh, this is like just shit that we all do. Like. Yeah. I interviewed him. I didn't even know who he was. So they, you didn't know who he was? How? No, well, because I didn't know who anyone was. This is like so. Now I'm like 17, right? Now I'm like two years later. No, it was 19 by then. And then they're like, uh, I'm working for WOR uh, Radio. And is that l- the station I came into? No, no, that was a station out of Chicago. But I was remotely working for them in New York, um, doing some radio production work. And um, and then they said the host of the show, Steve Feuerstein. It was the Steve Feuerstein show, and he said, hey, you're a comedian, right? He sa- I said, yeah. He says, why don't we do um, uh, a comedy episode, and you can interview some comedians, and, and we'll put it together for you. And I said, okay, great. And the, and the comedians were Rich Voss and David Brenner. So I, didn't, I knew who Rich was from around New York. I didn't know who David Brenner was, but I interviewed him. I, you know. Did you learn a little? Did you go back and ask somebody, like, hey, who well, is no, this yeah, guy? Afterwards, like, I, I w- it wasn't also YouTube back then. You know, it's like you... you How you doing? How you doing? Live my, in my neighborhood. Everyone always go big, right? So you go up there, right? and they would go there, and my mother would be there. She'd be like, don't you tell my father. And he was right. So she'd go, how do you go around them, right? Yeah. So I said, oh, mom. I said, I was saying that. <laughs> That's the closest I can get. It's, it's, it, there's the nuance. Yeah. yeah. How are you? Yeah. That's Sorry. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I did get to interview Brenner. He was nice. And there was another guy I interviewed, Peter Melman, that show. Was who? This guy. He was one of the writers of Seinfeld, Peter Melman. He was a, ri- a Seinfeld writer. Wow. And then Lucian Hold was on the show, too, from the comic strip. Yeah. He wasn't he p- very nice to me. Well, night. he was a mean person. He was mean. <laughs> no, I didn't even. 
He scared me. I don't know why, but for mean, no he reason. He was a mean guy to me. You know, Some was, people loved him. You know though. what happened, though? They cut his segment, and he blamed me for it, and I think he never got over it. But, like, I, I had nothing to do with it. What know, segment? Inter- oh, on the on radio? The radio he, he, he was listening to hear himself on the radio, and it didn't air. And the interview I did with him, I didn't. I had no say in it. They, the producers cut it, and then uh, he hated me for that. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Danny, can I welcome you to the show? And the, and the, yeah. Welcome to the Todd Glass Show. That's our cold opening, everybody. <laughs> now we kick ever. it in. Yeah, that's the type of show this is. Other shows, they go... You know, they go, uh, uh, you know, oh, that's it. That's our show. No, that's us going. Oh, no, we're getting going. That's a cold opening, you fucks. Danny LaBelle. Danny LaBelle. Danny LaBelle. Wow, this is a nice new song. Danny, 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 Danny LaBelle. Danny LaBelle. Outside, yeah, because I thought it would make my neighbors not have to hear stuff like this, but oh, I forgot. Wow. Anyway, so, Danny, I want to say hello. That's a beautiful song. Did you get a, an increased budget here? Yes, we did. We we are gr- we are get a government. Todd is uh, forcing me to give him my stimulus check. Oh, uh, yeah, come on! No, he makes it sound different. It. Did it? Can I give you my version? I knew it. He's throwing candy at Max again. He's throwing. God damn it! You had a lot of those in your pants. Shut up! I'm gonna come over there and get them. Well. How many do you have? We'll, we'll get him after the show. Yeah, we'll get him after the show. Oh, my God. He has at least <laughs> 25 of them. Truth. <laughs> How many did you have in your pants? Those are big, <laughs> big pockets. So. <laughs> He's got him. Danny, can I tell you, 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 you always come with bits. Like you're like when you tr- I said I actually mentioned on another show because I love to I was saying I love to make fun of the weak guest. From the week before, like, go, yeah. oh, Rory Scovel, he's not as funny as you. Yeah. And there was a guest in here, and I go, 
Yeah, like Danny LaBelle was here last week. He just walks through the show. I go, you know what? I can't even say that jokingly. I go because he's, and it's the truth. And I, <laughs> right. and I, and I, and I, and I was like, you come prepared. Like you had those milk duds. Or you come with a bow tie. You come with gifts. Like you put, like when you, when people go do Letterman or yeah. sh- or shows like that, they put thought into it, and you put that thought into coming to this podcast That's every right. time. That's right. I always appreciate it. I, I always once, appreciate it. I once it. came in a tuxedo. You, you came remember. in a fucking tuxedo. That's right. And Cost and what you said about how thousand dollars? <laughs> no, it didn't. Yeah, it and didn't. what you said about that tuxedo he, he was only you could say. You go, you go, and I want you to know it's not easy to come by a tuxedo this size. Yeah, that's right. I never yeah. said that, but that's nice of you to take a shot at my waist. No, after ah, you, said- wow. you know that's not true. <laughs> Todd, oh, oh god, hypocrite. No. Oh my God! You know that, that it was adorable Busted. what wow. you said. You. No, no, don't even uh, mess with me. Don't I even mess with me. It's not this. fair because I, I get insecure. Cancelled. Yeah. Cancelled. <laughs> Cancelled. Time's up, Todd. No, I am. You said it, and you know that's true. <laughs> You're me too, Todd. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> Time's up, Todd. That's it. You're out of here. What would happen? I would just get up and leave. Yep. And then well, would we would the take podcast? we would take over the podcast. So yeah. I would just I got me too. Well, OK, I told you about Carl Reiner last time because you like hearing about the old comedians. I told you he, he got very personal with me and he told me. Don't tell me anything, per, you know, that I don't want to know. Well, he's dead now. He is. Carl Reiner died. Yeah, he's dead. Oh. Yeah. And he looked at last me year and he said, I could only tell this to you because you get things. He and was I, hot for your cock. I said, well, yeah, well, that obviously. But. He looked at me in the eyes and he leaned in and he whispered to me, seriously, he said, my son Rob was a mistake. (laughs) Oh, shit. That's what he said. My biggest regret, he told me. My biggest regret. Where do you come up with this I don't know. That's what he said. True. No, it's true. I've heard that before. Yep. From Danny. Wait, but why would he say that? That makes him not look like a sane person. Don't know. He said, I'm okay with my other kids, but I don't care much for Rob. And uh, he said, I'm, I can only tell you this. I can't say it anywhere else. I can't even tell Rob. So do you believe? Wait, is yeah. this true? Oh, yeah. He said, Rob. Why would you share it with us then? He Isn't it personal? It, well, because he said, when I'm dead, I'm dead. You could tell anybody. But for now. No, I don't uh, believe Oh, you. yes. He said. You believe him? Yeah, I believe yeah. him. Yep. Do you He's, really? Yeah. Truth? He if said, Rob Reiner was my kid, I would be bummed out. He Why? said, I, I don't, I'm not proud of anything he's, my, he's done. That's what he said. What the good, the bad, and the ugly? None of it. But it's why all, would he have to tell you to that? He has certainly still been successful. Like, is he that bad of a person? He feel he needed to share with you. Well, he went I don't far, even know if your story's went, true. He, by he the way, a little farther than I, that. I don't even know if your story's he true. So a, I'm not. Okay, it's not a true that. story. Listening farther. audience, I'm aware what's he going on. This is me, not a true story. He knows it's not. He pulled out a photo album. It was called Rob Over the Years. Okay. You have pictures. You brought. You brought slides. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Carl Reiner. You brought slides. Can we look at the no, slides? You'll yeah. explain what's going on. Well, give me one second because I want to explain oh, okay. this first. Carl Reiner pulled out a photo album that said Rob over the years. And it had pictures of Rob from when he was a very little kid till, you know, current day Rob Reiner. And as he flipped through them, he told me criticisms of him from every stage of life. <laughs> Well, this is not. Yep. I'm trying to react normal. If if this is true, he I don't know if you're. Pointed to can five, I react? A five-year-old picture of Robbie. Listen, said, I hated that outfit he li- picked out. Listen, 
I'm going to tell you because I don't. I think you're probably not. This is not a true story, and that's fine. I love Dan and LaBelle. Could be, could not be. It could be. But I'm going to. I'm going to react like it's true. Yeah. Because I feel that's the safest way to go about it. Yeah. And if it is, and and if it is true, which I know it's probably not, well, then that means for that Carl Reiner is there's something wrong with him because even if it is true and he's disappointed, why would he need to tell you? So I don't think that this story is true because it paints Carl Reiner to be not to be a horrible person. Well, Carl Reiner, what he was getting at was he said he wanted me. This is where it ties in. He wanted me to help him. Yeah. To, to frame his no, son. Don't. Oh, shut! He said, Wait, I'm gonna go truth on you, and you can't break it. Otherwise, he oh, said, you will, you he will said, have me so think, angry. He said, truth, I think. Do you believe him? He said, with your help, I think we could set him up with a sexual assault allegation. Now, or something like now that. you're getting. I don't believe that. No, now you're getting into territory that I want to edit out okay, of a podcast because you're se- spreading maybe not horrible maybe not information. Sex- maybe not Even in a bit, you have not, to ruin maybe it. Not, okay, maybe not sexual assault. Okay, well, Re- regular assault. Well. <laughs> Regular assault. Aggravated. He said, let's slightly agitated. Just slightly there's no such assault. thing called slightly agitated assault. It's either what I- did you irritated. say? Aggravated. Aggravated assault. Okay, I'll give it to you. Uh, irritable assault. Irritable. Well, you're annoyed a, assault. Annoyed. Perturbed. A assault. touch. A touch. Hey, your bad breath assault. Okay, he said. He said, let's frame Robbie. This is As not. Why do I have Robbie. to listen he to this? It's not true. Let's frame Robert Reiner. He said, "Let's frame." He called him Robbie. He said, "Let's frame Robbie. We'll get him locked up. I don't have to deal with him anymore." Am I? A, let me ask you: what? Do you think I'm a good host or a bad host? Should I go along with this story and play along and let you do this character? I don't but know. the problem. I don't <laughs> think there's anything to play along. Well, with. I think there is, Danny. I know him better than you, and I'm telling you, at the end of it, he goes, "No, I was kidding. That was just a stupid." Well, if I did it like the way I he don't did bo- it, then maybe it'll be more believable. Goes, my son Robbie. No, it's not helping. He's a wonderful kid, except I don't believe. Him. I don't care for him. <laughs> I said, "What? Why do you want to tell this?" Hey, look, if this is either like true. Or it's more scary why you want to tell us this story. Well, because I'm a good guy. I wanted it to come out that I didn't frame Rob Reiner. But you're not telling it with perspective that makes you look any better. Well, we didn't get to the part where I knocked Carl Reiner out. <laughs> quite, quite frankly, I said, I don't care who you are and I don't care how old you are. I said, you know, framing a person is wrong. Be him your son or anybody else. In one swing, I knocked the guy flat out cold. Wow. Yeah, well, that's not to, saying much. But then I had to resuscitate <laughs> Yeah, I know. But, but, in all but f- I'm true, such true. a good guy, I had to resuscitate him. And then I gave him a ride two and a half miles to his car. <laughs> Carl Reiner. True story. All old people are two and a half miles I was going to ask you about that car story. Yeah. Why was the guy carrying a briefcase? That I don't know. I should have asked him that. He had a briefcase, an old-timey briefcase. He was just going on a walk. That's what he said. That's mm. actually, that's a good question you had. And it's the same question I had when I dropped him off. That's I should right. have asked him what the hell the briefcase. You should have asked about. him, but you don't. You know, you but don't I think, just, and now he's dead, and it's too late. No, no, no. Today he's talking about the real story from today. The guy he picked up. The guy he picked up had a brown. Old oh yeah, he had a briefcase. briefcase. Oh, you're very intuitive. So I didn't. So he, he, I don't he remember said that he part. He goes for a walk every day for five miles. Why the hell did he have a briefcase with him? That's what I wanted to know, and that's what yeah. you picked up on, and I don't know. Did you ask him? 
No, I should have asked him. As soon as I drove away, mm. I started thinking about it. And, or and that story's bullshit. That, no, it's a true story. That's Maybe a, the briefcase had a million dollars in it he was going to give to the next person I that was, gave I, him the time of day, and you didn't ask, so you didn't get the money. No, you know something? No, he, he helped has, him. I, I helped him to his car, and he as he's getting- more than the time of day. As he was getting in the car, this is true. Get The other stuff was me joking around, but this is true. So I let him- I helped, <laughs> I helped him. Mally admits. No, you know, the, I mean, I, I, Which part- which part exactly? Thank you. You can't just plow past it when I you say that. I really knock Carl Reiner out. Are you kidding me? Okay, that didn't happen. Him. I don't have that kind of a swing. Okay, well, that's so not the re the like reason you shouldn't. Okay, well, go anyway. back to you. Back to your story. So not you, but the you. real story is I helped this guy to his car, and then I I helped him, uh, you know, from my jeep because the jeep is high up. I you had do have a four door jeep. Yeah. So I had to help him. To I've his, seen it out of the jeep, and I'm I'm I walked him to his car to make sure he's okay. And that's when I like looked at the briefcase again, and I'm like, wait a minute, why does he have a briefcase? And I had this really weird moment where I just froze and I didn't say anything, and he looked at me like, and then I think what he thought was that I was waiting for money. Oh. I got awkward because I he looked at me like, and I thought, is he looking at me like I'm paused because I'm waiting for a tip for helping him? Mm. Which I wasn't. I wasn't thinking that, but when he looked at me like that, I was thinking like, why does he have a briefcase if he went for a walk, five mile walk? And then I'm pulled away, and I'm like, I should have asked him when he was like, but I'm like I said, I'm a little slow. Like I didn't think of it yeah. in time. But like, uh, but but yeah, when well, I paused, maybe that would have been personal. Like maybe uh, you sh maybe you were right not to ask. Him. Well, I didn't even think of it. I didn't think I should ask. I shouldn't. It wasn't like a conflict in my head. It was just more like I was like, oh man, this poor guy. Like I'm, let me get him to where, to his car. Like can I, where do I turn? Do I make a I right or left? You know? Can I tell you what I think yeah. it was? And I'm not trying to be, you know, I'm being serious. Yeah. I, I, I think there's a good chance. Am I positive? No. How do I know? You try to use your five and dime therapy. And you try to, but I think they were pictures for him to jack off to. Yeah. What? Oh, come on. You're going to get up and leave? That's a about all the stories you tell and I go all I try that's, to do that's, that's a genuine old just, person ah so what I make a little joke all right oh uh, right. you, you here's your picture you know what here here's your picture he's still got candies oh my god he has so many oh what's this picture here oh wow that one's interesting wait why'd you wait, move on so fast wait 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 hold on go back to go the back other one. go back all right, fine. Still. No, no. There you go. Okay, perfect, you perfect, go. perfect, perfect, perfect. All right, that's 1987 wow. summer camp. Uh, wow. You see me? I'm on a diving board over a lake. Can I give you a little uh, music as we reminisce? Because I like to turn this into a you just. I love that you're sitting back. I love that you can took you the mic the, out. Can of you put on the cranberries? Why don't we just look at these slides? Remember okay, the let's next. go back one slide. I, rem I remember. Go back one slide. I want to I wanna give you the uh, floor now. There you go. Hey, baby. What's that? What are we looking at here? Well, that's a picture when I got started as a nightclub singer. Oh. Yeah, that's wow. that's me at the Copacabana. That's like a 500 people in there. How many people is that? It's 100 people. Wow. It looks like it's so nice. And you sang? What are you, are you singing? Yeah, well, that's when I started my career as a as a crooner. And who's the is the guy is the band there with your band? When the moon hits your eyes oh. Like a big pizza pie that's a yeah. I wish we can give you reverb when so bad When the sun seems to 
Wow, you are a good singer. I didn't know you were so good. Let's look at this picture here. Well, go one more. When the world seems to shine like you've had too much, why not a He's throwing more candy. Where the fuck is he getting this goddamn candy from? He's got so much candy. Oh my god. Sorry for yelling. Danny, you're a real treat. Thank you. You're like, God damn it! He's got more! This is so genuine. Every time I do this, it's real. Because it's like, where the fuck is this candy? And it makes me and Max both think we're going to go in there and be able to really dig at some candy. This one's for you, Max, not for Todd. Another one! Oh, thank you, Danny. Shut the fuck up and he throws one at me, too! Eventually, you're going to have to run out. That's what's making me nervous now. I don't think so. I think so. <laughs> I think the old man put a curse on him. He's got an unlimited amount of candy. Can I come pocket. over there and get one of them? Yes, go on. What do you think, Max? Is that stupid? How long have we been going? An hour. Okay. Hey, oh, God. Stay right where you are. No, he's... No, no, don't hurt the wall. Right. I, I would like a few as well, please. Hold on, every... But someone has to talk. Max, you gotta Whoa. keep everybody company, Max. Max. I'm here. Todd is, uh... Todd is searching the floor for all of the little candies. Where is my thing? I'm currently unwrapping a Rolo. It's, uh, chocolate on the outside, caramel on the inside. Where the fuck is my mask? That's right. Todd has once again lost his mask. I give it about a week before Todd gets COVID. He keeps losing his mask. Todd, here, here. Um, got this. Danny and Todd are both searching the floor now. Hard to eat a Rolo and talk. Um, I got a few, yeah. Show to do. Yeah. Can we play um, Big Fish? You got it. I love this song. Just happy. It's great to hear it during the holidays. It's such a pause. It's, it's whatever. It's it's obviously the opposite of someone complaining about you can't sing Red Christmas anymore. It's like so the positive sentiment. Whatever you celebrate, this one's for you. Have a happy holiday. 
So Merry Christmas, yeah. Happy Hanukkah. I hope you have an unforgettable Kwanzaa. Happy New Year. I hope it's the best one yet. I do. Whatever you celebrate, this one's for you. Whatever holiday you're into, good. That's totally cool. Whatever. Happy holiday. So happy Bodhi Day. Hogman Max is Comey. Last Pesada's winter solstice. St. Lucia Day. Eat all that hot chocolate. Mardi Gras Boxing Day. And Diwali. Whatever you celebrate. Oh my God. This Big fish. For you. Big fish. Whatever holiday you're into. I like these No guys. matter what you do. Positive. Whatever you celebrate. Yeah. Yeah. There's that song in the opposite sentiment. So that is, someone where's where's a button I saw? I didn't see it. My friend saw it. Oh, oh I hate that I caught myself doing that. That's not good behavior. There's definitely a Rolo that we can't get to. Oh yeah. Yeah. There's definitely one under the table that is on, inaccessible. No. Unless, do you see it? I got it. Oh, you got it. <laughs> wow. You want it? No, I'm good. I got a few. You can have it. Um, so, so wow. hold on, hold on. So, what were we talking about? The pizza. The what? Different kinds of pizza, Chicago style. New no, York I style. wasn't. I'm not. That's what Daniel Kino used to do to me. I'd forget what I was talking about because. Because he probably didn't want to hear it. He'd go, yeah, you were talking about he changed the subject. And I'd believe him sometimes. I'd go, oh, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> um, okay. <sighs> it doesn't matter. Whatever I was talking about came to an end. Don Rick. Uh, Rob Reiner. The slideshow. I had nothing to do with Rob Reiner. Who's the, uh, can we go to the next slide? Yeah. I don't have any problem with Rob Reiner. Well, this picture here. Right here. Hold on. What's that? I got no problem with Rob Reiner. This pic. Oh, go back one. Go back one. All right. Go back one. Sorry, sorry. Go back. This. What's that? You shouldn't have showed that. It's a little inappropriate. Oh, go, go, go. Ed, yeah. Whoa, that was weird. And I mean, oh. Ooh. All right. That was my first Latin American girlfriend. Not that it's important where she's from. No, the one before that, you were naked on the beach. So. I know, but that's the one we went. Oh, that was a little inappropriate. Why would your girlfriend be inappropriate? Because she was like, different. No, I'm not saying. Are you that. sucking the peppermint patty out of the pieces of plastic? Well, I'm not going <laughs> to let it sit there and suffocate. <laughs> now, um, can, can you put it in that plastic bag? That trash is going to yeah, drive yeah, me nuts. Yeah, let's get it out of here. Thank you. No, I wasn't saying the picture with my girlfriend was inappropriate. I was saying the naked picture was inappropriate. Oh, it's okay. I'm saying. It got that, in there that, by accident. The, What's this one over here? That's the one of my first Latin American girlfriend. Oh, she's pretty. Well, she's pretty. She seems like a nice girl. She's holding a puppy. How many Latin American girlfriends have you had? 16. Wow. Oh, okay, let's take a look at all 16 we have, and I'm not even right. joking. You have a picture so this, of all of them. This one, she said she's Just keep Latin going. American, Let me, let's get a look not. at all of them first. This one, she's actually from Spain. Okay, okay go ahead. So that let's one's Latin American. Next. Go ahead. That's Latin, four. Latin American. What's her name? Her? 
Yeah. Maria. You had a lot of they girls. They were all named Maria. Oh, all. Now it's also Maria. Right, now it sounds cultish, and I don't like it. Well, I just happen to like women named Maria. Okay. Oh, that's disgusting. You. What are you doing? She was from Cuba. No, uh, that's that that, that 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 this one. This uh, is Brazil. Brazil. Yeah, she's Latin American. Oh, you're in Brazil here. What's this? You're eating a giant cheesesteak. It looks like that, but it's actually a cooked macaw. Oh my god. Yeah, that's another. Oh, you're water skiing in. It looks like there's snow. There's that's, snow that's and you're... Bali. You're water skiing in Bali? Yep. Oh, my oh, God. This it's one's gorgeous. classic Acapulco. This Whoa. was a very interesting girl because her bottom teeth were actually on the top of her mouth. <laughs> what? Yeah. Oh, that's a closer look. Yeah. Yikes. She had the very rare disorder where your top row of teeth were growing out of the bottom and the bottom out of the top. Is that bad? It worked oh. for me. Whoa. Hey, whoa. Whoa. Okay, come on. Keep it moving. Danny. Hey, Danny, that's not an accident. It's starting to... Whoa! What's wrong ah! with that? What's wrong with that? No. I, I think we got to stop. I think, think we got to stop. We gotta stop. What is wrong with that? No, that, well, I don't even want to tell our audience what that was. I am proud of that. Proud of what? Jerking off on the highway? It was a freeway. <laughs> Get it right. <laughs> what is wrong with that? My oh fingers my are all sticky with Rolo juice now. So, uh, did you ever see, did you ever go to see George Carlin perform, like, at a... No, I should have done it. Did you? Um, no, no. Right. And, a fr and a friend of mine said that he regretted when he was going to the Comedy Magic Club and he didn't go. Well, I don't know what to say about that friend of yours, but is he still alive? Mm-hmm. I won't sp speak ill of him. I only speak ill of the dead. That's a good. policy I have. Well, I agree. Take I, take I a shot at them. I don't speak ill of the living because they're still around and they right. can press charges. Well, they could also get their feelings hurt. That's why I make fun of the dead, too. If they're dead. Once they're dead, you go. You can really go at them. That's when you can get them and they've got no way to get back. No yet. way to get back to you. See, you don't know if I knock Carl Reiner out or if I had a lovely evening with him. Well, but I would hope you. I don't know. To tell you the truth, I'm not sure, and I don't. Th my I don't think the he has more candy. This fuck. Yep. This fuck. Um. Uh. Fuck. The evening with Carl Reiner. Yeah. Well, it maybe, doesn't sound too lovely if, if these stories are true. Well, maybe it's. It true. sounded sad more than anything. Well, some of but it might be. True. I don't think it's true. Carl Reiner is a very intelligent man, and the these stories. Dead now was was. So, well, he still is intelligent. No, how intelligent is a dead person, really? Their energy that they left. Scan their brains. Everything they left. Nah, he didn't leave very It much. weighs more on society good what he left than some people do that are here. He said to me, the the thing I left that I most regret is Rob Reiner. <laughs> why are you? I don't know why. Why do you come on this show? Why don't you go on one of these other podcasts to they spread this they malarkey? Won't, they won't have me on. Yeah, because you tell stories like this. Yeah. <laughs> Does Sarah Silverman have a podcast? Yeah. Does yeah, she? she does. I would tell it on her podcast, but she probably wouldn't have me on. Yeah, she does. She probably wouldn't have me on. Have the reason been, people want to do this podcast, Danny, they say it's like a journey. It's like, you have know, you, it's like we, ever, we talk. Have you been on Sarah's podcast? We'll talk about it. Have you? But first, let's soak in what happened. Can you bring it up? Danny LaBelle, ladies and gentlemen, Darling, for the next... 35 minutes. Thank you for all the joy and pain. Cut it for one second. Picture showing 
Second balcony. Yeah, what's the problem? Uh, cut the music, cut the music. Hello. What's the problem? You want me to sing a little bit for you? Oh, yeah. Do you want me to get you a song off the internet? No, I'll sing you operatic. But but but, but why are we having trouble getting reverb on that? But how come you, you never heard it's me? Not going you, on. you never heard me singing Italian opera. It, but it's hard. I know with opera it even sounds good with reverb. The reverb's all I the do, way up. I do a perfect Andrea Pocelli. Isn't that funny with these lights that they change? You know what? That is funny. You know Andrea Pocelli? Thank you. At least you give me that. <laughs> That's very funny, Todd. Well, it's not funny. You knew what I meant. I bet you I don't know that I speak fluent Italiano. I don't know when to believe you and when not to believe I you, but, all, but I, I love all your stories. Definitely don't believe, believe that. Believe this. Believe this. Okay. Let's hear you Ready? sing. Would you like some reverb? Do you have any? No. <laughs> I'll put it through the house. How's that? Okay. You want a candy? All right. Listen, I'll sing to you. Okay. Now I'm going to give you the floor. I'm going to give you the floor. I'm not messing around. Don't be stupid. And all this is authentic Italian, what I'm about to sing for you. Okay, I'm going to take my headsets off okay. so I can enjoy it in the real world. Put them in really loud in the right. house. Ladies and gentlemen, can I introduce you? Can yeah. I introduce you? Ladies and gentlemen, uh, <clears throat> uh, ladies and gentlemen. Well, introduce me already, Can you put this on? Can you put this on, my mic? Mm-hmm. What's your name? Uh, this will be Danny LaBelle doing Andrea Pocelli. Ladies and gentlemen, I bring you to the stage right now. Danny LaBelle doing Andre Pocelli. I got to first, I got to go outside and, and piss. I'll be right back. Oh, sure. <laughs> Are you serious? Good. I love it. <laughs> Give me a chance to get something done around here. And you know what I'm going to do when he sings? I'm going to go outside and piss. <laughs> yeah, I should probably go outside and piss as well. Yeah, we don't have to. Danny LaBelle, he's, 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 he's his own... He's Danny LaBelle, right? He's something else. He's something else. He's something else. You know, I'm almost, it's weird. He walks out and we start talking about it the second he walks out the door. But it's almost like the way I would have done, dealt with Danny five years ago is different now. Like, he's just great. Like, he is, I'm okay not knowing if he's serious now. That's part of it. Right. And I don't have to get to the bottom of it. I'll try, but I my, my ultimate goal doesn't have to be to, uh, to get to the bottom of it. I almost wanted to say to George Carlin because that bit he was telling about Carl Reiner really started, started <laughs> tr sounded true. And he's saying it with a... I don't know what part of it's true, and I'm okay that I don't know. So therefore, it's more enjoyable. Do you want to order food? Yes. Why? How long have we been going? Uh, hour 15. Yeah, why don't we All right. go in? We're going to go in for the close. Ready? Well, it well, means uh, about, you know, 20, half an hour. Why don't we order our food while Danny sings his song? Wait a minute, then I don't have an audience. Do you? Do you yeah, no, no. We're gonna. Do, are you hungry? Do you want a Jersey Mike's? No, I only like sushi. We only like sushi. <laughs> we ain't getting it. Last time I bought you sushi because right. I felt bad. We thought the podcast might not get recorded. I said at least I can buy the guy sushi. All right, yeah. All right, can you ready? get me the vegetarian one, Mike's way, avocado? Just I'll eat whatever. Order me a sushi. The extra big. <laughs> Oil and vinegar. And Just go thing. nuts. Give me a sushi. Extra a nice, onions. I'll eat anything. Nice All right, so we're going to listen to you All sing. Right. Well, this is a new segment on the show called... Oh, uh, This is why you brought me here today. That's why I brought you here today. Everybody knows that. Can I slide this mic under there? Yeah. Um, no, because then I can't use it. Um, so uh, um, Max Beasley is going to order a Jersey Mike's. I'm ordering a Jersey Mike's. You, you declined, and you gave me your two brownies they were so good 
I'm telling you, uh, sushi, sushi. Uh, your girlfriend is going to love those. I eat sushi. Well, we're not getting do you. Any. Do you want a sandwich, Danny? No. No. You, what do you, oh, I'll just give you the I'm cash. Off, I'm off bread. I'll give you the cash. <laughs> well, you're eating rice. That's not good either. Um, okay, so the operatic. I wish I had reverb for you. I really right. do. This I've held. I I'm I'm no joke with reverb. People know that they. It pains me. It pains me to watch you have to sing, especially this style without reverb. But I'm gonna do it. Can you can you sing closer to the mic? Do you want me to take anything off the sandwich? Keep going. Time to say goodbye. Oh, mare pistrare. His commitment, he's standing up, holding the mic. It's, it's fucking beautiful. <laughs> Time to say goodbye. Not Carl Reiner, right out. Thank you. Thank you. Sorry. Max was trying to tell me a story about his sister. Volare. Whoa. Cantare. Oh. Tele feliz trasagne. La papara potesare. Ole mare mindero. Sopiere te para tapura. Non sopremare mesha. Thank you. Wow. You know Can I what? hear one more, please? Okay. And anything from your collection. Thank, Thank you. you. People are, folks, I, I told everyone, I turned out every light in the studio. Every single I just light. Over and Todd is just like laughing like you. I first breathe. of all, hold on. Let me yeah. let me get this really nice for you. I turned every light out in the studio, which I rarely do. And I, you, there's one single spotlight on you. All right. And I said, and I told the audience, he's standing up. He's it's it's it looks like art because you have all those pictures behind you. Yeah. I should take yeah. a picture of you. Hold on. Yeah. And and then uh, and then we're ordering Jersey mics. What? Is that the address? Six. Hold on, one every. Hold on, everybody. Right. Is that the address? Can you see it? Yep. All right. 
Alrighty, everybody. So, do you need music? Why can't we get you music and let and I let let you perform for us? And I sh- could I could get you yeah. a, a acapella or a uh, karaoke track. You know, is this this is this doesn't work, right? Yeah. Maybe oh, it will. I doubt it, but yeah. maybe you never know. Really, with some oomph, maybe. Right. I wish we had reverb. I really do. It's embarrassing. Maybe down halfway, almost, almost like seventy percent. You don't understand. His commitment is blind. It's like he's standing up and he's just fucking. And he's doing this for like, it seems like 20 minutes. Thank you. Wait, can I tell you, Danny, wow. what I love about that? You sell it. Obviously, you don't know any Italian whatsoever, I would imagine. And But you sold it so well that, like, you know, you knew enough of the song that if you were at a restaurant, and let's say yeah. you had a, a, a piano guy and a drum, and that's all you knew, you'd get by. You get by if it's in the distance, and you just have to. I think I'm sorry, I don't have reverb. It's embarrassing. I maybe uh, Aristotle can go in and post and put some reverb, but we had trouble. We had a, a uh, with our reverb machine. We have a reverb machine. We're not like other shows that it's uh, just part of the computer. We we By have the a way, machine. You know, I went to open this bottle of water. It had been opened already. No, no, yeah, no. It's, it's filled with Brita. Yes, it's yes, Brita it water. It wasn't original. No, it's not. All right, I'll fill it. No, it's, there's those bottles, uh, our glass bottles. They go in the dishwasher, and I fill them with Brita just so I don't have to use plastic bottles. But you can give someone their own bottle of water. You can give them more than a glass of water. And I don't have to go through and waste all the plastic. And the glass bottles look so much better. But I always tell people I put them in the dishwasher just so people know. No, it's it's not like they're clean. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You know, all the years on the road, and you would have thought that I would have played this song. And I almost, when I go back to working comedy clubs, it's a little old-school bebop bubblegum, but 
it seems absurd that I would have to open my show with it. Like, well, you know, the crowd's coming in. Maybe the band takes the stage. Picture the guys start walking on. Bands coming to the stage in their suits. The lights come down. That's right, sh- folks. I'm the coming out. Shut up. Like Those back corners. I don't want to hear any chit-chat. If you're not enjoying the show, I understand it. That's okay. I wish everyone did. But you go to the bar and you talk and you, and you, and you leave very gracefully with respect. You don't just start talking. All right, here's your opening act. Hey, by the way... I could sing too. I could sing. Do you want to hear me sing? Hello. 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 Hold on. Two. 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 One. Okay. I don't want a big effect. I just want reverb. Two. I got to plug my comic book. Fairenoughcomic.com. I got a new book out. These are autobiographical comic books from my oh, life. that's great. By the way, let's talk about that after I sing. Okay, yeah, go I ahead. I want to talk about you sneaking into the parade. Okay, all right. That's Did good. You see it? Yeah, you saw it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to hear me sing like yes. you sang? Yes. Are you going to give me 100%? I'll throw you some candy. Okay, here we go. Can I get some of that music? Uh, if you're good. You're on the Paris. If you're, also, for two, you're not maybe? good at it, no candy. What's up? T for two. You got it. T for two? T I don't know. Two. All right. I'm, okay. Don't overthink it. For two. No, I don't need the music. Once again, you know what? Is that That's Israeli? What was that? You get this. Oh. <laughs> what? You mother. He. That, that was real. He has a whole box of junior mints. A whole fucking box of junior mints, and he throws them at the window. And I have a Mike Subway on the way. And my oh, reverb man. is off. Wow. But I think you could see, like, you know, the band. I always, the crowd's coming in. Picture, it's around 95% full. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, the lights just obviously go dark. All right. And, and with happens? some oomph, this music plays. What music? Oh, you hear. Is it the Cranberries? No. Bring it up. How loud can we get it? Teach me a lesson. Oh, what a crazy party, all the gang's here too. The Remember, I'm on the back mic. Like Shut up and I'm listen. You're not making it chips. special because you're but not paying attention. Dim no line. Dim down the light. Dim down the light. Oh, Mama's been tanning. Yes. 
So you have not you've been to the Macy's Day Parade every day since every you were <laughs> since every day every day every, no. every year for how for since your whole since your I existence only missed four I'm 37 and you only missed four what were those four I missed the when I was very when I was first born my Ugh. parents didn't want to take me that year I was too young chicken shit yep then I chicken missed, uh, shit motherfuckers after uh, close friends passed away that we'd go to the parade with I didn't chicken go. shit fuckers I should say then I didn't go one year I was away I was mm-hmm. abroad and then I didn't go uh, last year because I had a kid so those are the four times I missed the parade and and yeah and so, so, and so I don't want to s- speed to the end, but, it, you know, because you go every single year. Anybody has a commitment to that, to anything. Like, I have some friends that have gone to – It's this is you're talking about the Macy's Day. Uh, Thanksgiving parade. Th- yeah. Um, so – but this year, is, is you, you do it, and you sneak in. So tell the story about how you well, snuck into the, the parade. I wrote the book. It was a few years ago, but I, I snuck into the parade with my girlfriend, now who's now my wife, and it happened uh, fortuitously – uh, because we were late to the parade, and we took a subway, and it let us off at a different stop than we usually get off. And when we got out, we were kind of faced with the crossroad of, you know, do we get go with the crowd, or do we, we could actually go into the parade? So we said, you know, it's like a split-second decision. We're like, let's do it. And we entered the parade, and we went for, you know, a good 20 blocks in the parade. And uh, Were you we, waving we, at people? We were right in front of Santa Claus in his sleigh, and we're holding hands and like, you know, how like you see like the president when they get elected, they t- do the parade and they yeah. they wave like a presidential couple. One person waves to one side and the other waves to the other. So we did that. We People wa- probably just think they don't know who you are, but oh, they must be local. They must be somebody. Yeah. You know? and we, right. w- we wound up on every news channel because uh, we passed all the cameras and they, they do the rundown of who's coming down the parade. Now they're Snoopy. Here comes what did they say about you? Uh, they said, here is uh, Santa Claus and some, some couple in front of them. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody knew who the hell we were. They just said, there's one newscaster. We know that goes, here comes Santa Claus on his sleigh with all his uh, toy soldiers and his elves. And there appears to be some couple waving to the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, a cop uh, makes you, how do they well, figure it out? Well, a toy soldier ratted us out. Could oh those and toy soldiers those yeah, because, fucks because I because I made a mistake of trying to get a, a picture in the parade and, and if you're in the parade you're not allowed to take pictures of yourself in the parade that's like apparently so he like figured a, out that you weren't in the parade so he knew we weren't official when he saw us taking like selfies and stuff in the <laughs> middle of the parade because it's totally against Macy's protocol and mm-hmm. he, and he already suspected something was up because mm-hmm. you know who who we had a big black SUV behind us. That was going super slow, and behind that, Santa on the sleigh, and I think they're p- the SUV is pulling Santa, or it's like a security team for Santa. I don't know. And then there's just us, like you know, and we've got like toy soldiers on the sides, like they're like our security entourage or something. And this guy must be like, "What the hell? I don't remember this in the rehearsals or anything. Like, who is this couple? And and what are they doing here? Now, why are they taking selfies? You know?" So he comes up to me and he goes, "You're not supposed to be in the parade." And I go. Yes, I am. What are you doing? What are you doing? Get back in there. You know, you're not supposed to be talking to me. And he goes, oh, I'm so sorry. And, and he went right back to his post. And then a minute later, he, he must have been he must have been stewing in him, you know, thinking about it. What the hell? Why would he? And he comes back and he goes, if you're supposed to be here, then where are your badges? Like he figured out an angle, <laughs> you know, and I said, well, I think, you know, we left him in the hotel. 
And then he goes, no, you didn't. And he calls the cops over and he says, these, these people aren't supposed to be in the parade. Oh, this isn't even the cops? No, this is one of the Santa's toy oh. soldiers. Oh but he, he was God. certainly like a Gestapo or something. But uh, how's he, he talking to you in the to- in the outfit? Is in he the young? outfit? Yeah, uh, I'll show you a picture later, if you want. And and uh, and so the cop comes and says, "Hold on one second. Can you turn those stage lights back on? I think the way you do it is you just sort of. I think you might have to reset the two buttons with yellow. Oh, oh, oh. It's very red in here tonight. So good. I'm sorry, Danny. So anyway, so the cop pulled us out of the parade, and she said, "How'd you get in there?" And I, I just said, uh, "A clown pulled us in." (laughs) (laughs) You know, I just figured when you're in doubt, you blame a clown. You know, and that sort of sounds sort of true. I said, "I said I think a clown pulled us in." She goes, "You think a clown?" She said, "You know, she was African American lady. Get get the hell out of the damn parade." You know. (laughs) So, uh, so I said, "I I don't know where I get the nerve." I said, "You know, I'll do." Watch your mouth. I said, "I'll do it on one condition." I said, you take a picture of us together here so people know that we were really part of the parade here. And she goes, you're out of your damn mind. You're taking a picture. I said, come on, it's Thanksgiving. I don't know. And she goes, give me the camera. <laughs> she gives, gives the phone. I gave her the phone. And, well, and I have speak. a picture, you know. See, so, you know what? She was cool. She was cool. So so I wrote a whole comic book that details that and a lot more Thanksgiving stories besides that one. What's it called, the comic book? It's a fair enough comic.com is the website you could get that and i have two other books one of them is sold out but uh the other one still has some available i bet people will love it if they get it because yeah. you're funny and then uh, your book will be fun and then todd's got quotes on the back of every issue i do can you yeah. remember any of them to well, tell well, one of them you told everyone you'll give them their money back if they don't like the book and i, I think you know you'll hold that's true so I, I remember one of them it was uh todd glass has declined to give a quote Yep, for uh, this edition. Oh, that was one of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, what what was the, <laughs> which is funny, meaning you're yeah. funny because I didn't think of it. Um, and what was the one that the other one that you made up that was uh, they were so it was. Um, um, they said, uh, <laughs> I said, you hadn't read it. You haven't read it, but you you believe it's good, <laughs> or you haven't gotten around to it. Um, something s- like that, or because you 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 uh, you made me look funny, so I was happy. So, so you can take. Hey, do you know Chip Chantry? They're only seven bucks. Who's Chip Chantry? Chip. Ch- I'll re-edit this in. Do me a favor. Okay. Actually, just take a picture here, so we can make Aristotle edit this out. He's been a little. So if I, I'm gonna just come in again with it. Just act like you know him. You All could right. be generic about it, but okay. he's been, he's he's a comedian and he listens to the podcast, but he's a little been in the dump. So we'll just edit okay. this out. All Is right. that <laughs> am I bad to make you do this? No, I'm okay with it. Oh, thanks. Okay, I really appreciate it. All right. Okay, so we'll just come right back in. Anyway, to change gears a little bit, um, comedian, a friend of mine, Chip Chantry. Do you know Chip? Of course. Oh, you know Chip Chantry? Sure. How do you know Chip? Well, it's funny because it was Carl Reiner who told me about him. (laughs) (laughs) He said he wished Chip was his kid. Chips. He does. Oh, because he'd be proud of him. Danny, Danny, Danny. Danny, Danny, Danny. Danny, Danny, Danny. 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 I know. I know. Should I, I should I put out an album of all my Italian operatic? Yes. Matter of fact, will you do another one after we play this Chip Chantry message? No. Please. You know, I'm not a dancing monkey. 
But you know what? I'm not a I'm dancing not, monkey either. I'm not but a you, dancing bear. Well, you know, you must think we are monkey. the way you throw candy at us. Well, I thought you liked it. Well, not if we not if only because we're monkeys. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I have a Jersey Mike's coming. I, I'd say I'm in doing good, good I think shape. It's pronounced New Jersey Mike's, but no, no big deal. Is it really? Hey, Todd, it's Chip. How you doing? I uh, hope, hope everything's doing well. I'm having a great day. I just wanted to call, uh, see if you're doing okay. Um, boy, uh, I wanted to just give you an update on, on my life. Uh, my wife just left me. She just told me she was leaving me on Christmas Day, actually. She told me. And uh, also, uh, just found out that I have COVID. Uh, just got the news, got COVID. And um, also some... Some videos leaked of me from a couple years ago that were really inappropriate, and I think my career is over. But you know what? I'm just driving here in my Subaru, and I'm just yeah. feeling good. People, it's, I said it. I rolling off my back. I'm I agree with Subaru, them. Having a coffee. With people my dog, and Subarus and, seem uh, to be having a great time. Music, even I, though people will tell. Having a great day. I figured I'd give you a call. Okay. Subaru cures all. Subaru cures air. I thought he was going to have a car accident in the middle of that. No, he's fine. That's Chip Chantry. He's been very down lately. Yeah. He's sad. Is there anything? Did you really know him? You want me to be honest? You have a nice story about him? Tell it, sure. Oh, yeah. Well. Oh, do, oh this really did happen. We were fishing together. Oh, where? On a boat. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just, like, that's a horrible question to ask. That's like Don Merkel's. You call it fake indignation. Uh, fake in when you act self better, you know. Yeah. Don Rickles was obviously brilliant. That that was it. Yeah. On a boat. I'm just trying to, you know. I'm in, I'm invested in the story. I want to know where it was at. I fishing on a boat, but I want to know where. Where's the boat? But I don't want to get in the way of the story. That's why I'm a good yeah. interviewer. Oh well, yeah. The stage is yours. All right. <laughs> All right. I'll. I guess I'll sing you a song then. Yeah, how come you said you didn't want to before? I don't want to make a guest do anything Italian, they don't want. Not Italian. Not Italian. Okay. Can you do Spanish? Can we? Yeah. No. Can, you, can we get you backup music on YouTube? No. Well, what, why can't you get something? Can like we get anything? Pushed around. All right. Pushed around. I'm trying to help you. Fine. I think it would be better if you sang along You're with like something. You're one of these people. I'm trying to help you with your act. You should talk about laundry detergent. You know? No, I never said that. All right. I know what you mean. I'll take oh. the oh, this is better than I thought. And take the road and I'll get to Scotland before you and me and my true love will never meet again on the bonny, bonny banks of Loch Lomond. It's so self-congratulatory. <laughs> it's horrible, but he's, his commitment. I mean, yeah, it sounds real, but no one's going to go see a guy play the mouth uh, trumpet. <laughs> He's doing his mouth trumpet solo. We got to sit down, honey.
somebody's got to tune that thing. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, God. Well, that's good. I'll take the high road, oh. and you take the low road, and I'll get the scutton before you, and me and my true love will never meet again. Who the hell is the true love? Who's taking the road? Anyway, the whole thing is stupid. <laughs> I'm out of here. <laughs> I'm out of here. A Jew doesn't do that. A Jew doesn't camp. A Jew doesn't do this. A Jew sits around the house and he goes, I'm a Jew. But an Italian will go, I'm an Italian, but a Jew is a Jew and 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 a Jew. Is that a real yeah. Jackie Mason bit? No. Well, he does something like, the Jew doesn't camp, a Jew goes to a hotel. This is Pat Cooper. It's not funny. It's not funny. It's not. How's funny. Pat Cooper? Is he okay? Yeah, he's all right. Should we call him? No, I get nervous when you call these people because I don't know what to say to them. Hello. I know who Pat Cooper is. Like a person could say hello. Hello. How you doing? I. How about if I get on the phone, I do my uh, Woody Woodpecker impersonation and any... embarrass you. Hey, uh, Pat Cooper, how you doing? Whatever he does. How come you don't have any? How come you don't have any common decency? A guy like you should know how to say hello to a person. Doesn't matter if they're a famous person or not a famous person. Doesn't matter. No, old, it's different young, because it's not different. A guy like you who has a good-looking studio like you got here I do. and a young kid working for you. Thank you. You could call up a guy and say hello. How are you? Can I buy you something oh. to eat? Maybe it would be nice to. Well, buy maybe if he saw the studio, maybe I'd feel like he. If he saw the studio, he might go, "Oh, this is a real show." But I can't believe a guy comes in to do a show. You don't even buy him sushi. I do. No, no, I don't buy him sushi. We're getting Jersey Mike's, and and then think that if a star comes into a show, you don't buy him a Jersey Mike. You get get him a sushi roll. You get him a nice sake on the side. I should have, but you know what? We were getting Jersey Mike's. We weren't getting sushi. A a nice. I'm not a restaurant. Steam, (laughs) a steamed hot towel. I did get you. I did get you a bottle. I made a mistake, but the intention was there. I got you a, a two. A brown, two uh, 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 what are they called? Uh, not not brownies, but um, blondies. But didn't you eat? Didn't you eat those? Yeah, but he gave them to Irish me. But whiskey. that that was there for him. And then I got him a little. He said he drinks whiskey, Irish but I didn't know I Irish. got Irish whiskey. We don't do Irish. I got him like a little bottle of Irish whiskey. Oh, so no. the, in, the the intent is there, and you have a bottle of Brita water on your table with a nice blue, blue blue <laughs> bottle, and it's you know nice. In Dublin's fair city. Where the girls are so pretty, I once set my eyes on sweet Molly Malone. She rode her wheelbarrow through the streets broad and narrow, singing cockles and mussels alive, 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 oh, alive, alive, oh, singing cockles and mussels, alive, alive, oh. You know, when I was just a kid growing up in Dublin, there wasn't much for us to do. We'd go out there and see them. Your man would be coming around the neighborhood with a salt shaker. And he'd be, oh, listen, there's a train coming up the way. Lovely little train. Let's all get on the train. Theater of the mind. What? Theater of the mind. <laughs> 
Did you just say theater of the mind? Theater of the mind. I'm done. Why? What happened? How do we? He uh, he said he's not. Oh, Danny, you're gonna leave. Well, he's really storming out. Ah, oh, Danny. This car won't start. Danny's car won't start. Danny, your car won't start. You know, just I know Danny. Let him try to start it. Danny, your car won't. What should we do? Just let him. He's not going to stop. He's going to burn his motor out. I know. I'm, I'm worried for him. Just let him. Danny! Sounds like you have some car troubles. Yeah, a little bit. How about Chip Chantry? You like him? Is he homeless or does he have a home? No, he's uh, his right now. He's living out of his uh, cat's his cat's you house. You didn't expect me to sneak into your, <laughs> your your side of the studio, did you? No, I didn't expect you to sneak over here. But luckily, you had your mask on. You know, we're trying to keep it a, a sanitary atmosphere here. Yeah. Can't run I, I bet you didn't know that I had those ninja-like skills that I and could. And then you opened, you left the door open, all the cold air got in. Not all of it. Yeah, pretty much. I got to start all over. I'd now. say some of it. You know, when you bring joy and happiness. Well, anyway, I I have decided I only like people with homes. <laughs> what you doing? That's not right. I know it's not very nice to okay, say it. Let's move on. It's not even. Listen, if, Danny. If got, Danny. If he's home, if he's got a home. Mud Sodomia, Papa Bia. And by the way, Mio. A house is not a home. By the way, I got to make this point. Go ahead. If you have a house, mm -hmm. but your house is not a home, yeah, I don't like you. Mm -hmm. And if you have an apartment, even if it's homey. I don't like you either. Wow. You've set up high standards. You have to have a house. Did you feel this way before? Now, do you live in a house? Yeah, you do. I've seen your house. You have to have a house, and the house has to feel like a home. Wow. So does this seem to be a fair restriction to place on people that you love and want to cherish them as friends? Well, probably not. No. Sounds monster-like. But you know what? You know. If you're somebody that's been deemed homeless by mm -hmm. society, yes. but you set up a nice tent and it feels like a home, I like you. Oh, well, that, I guess, makes you look normal. I guess. What color's your light? Do you want it to be blue like mine? Yeah, yeah. You do? Yeah. No, I don't feel like getting up. Do you feel like some homeless people you like? Do you really want the blue light? No. Okay, then I'll put mine back. Do you like some homeless people more than others based on the how, how they uh, keep their homeless area? Listen, it's a, just a, a conversation that doesn't need to be had. But no, almost no conversation. I think the term is unhoused. Is that true? I think that's the new nomenclature. I think it's weird that we have a term for people who are homeless. Yeah. But, like, they're their own subsection of humanity. Yeah. But we don't have that for people who don't have a car. 
That's true. You never talk about like carless people. <laughs> I would be one of those. <laughs> right? You never, yeah. you never talk about. Well, I think when they say homeless, they don't mean a renter. They mean somebody that. Of course. I, look, why am I joining? But, like in? it's the only thing. <laughs> <just> <laughs> but it's the only thing that somebody could lack that you all of a sudden categorize them as like their own right. type of thing. Right. Well, I don't think it's said in hatred. I think it's said. In I think it is sometimes. Someone that is just living like, on oh, the street. Yeah, like look at the homeless, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, there's yeah. Yeah, but nobody <laughs> says that about people who like you know don't have a gym membership yeah. or something. Look at that know? guy on the bike. Look at that gymless person, you know, or like look, <laughs> look at you know, like he doesn't even have a gym. Mm. That guy doesn't have AirPods. It's, it's unfortunate that people don't have a home, but it's not. It doesn't categorize who they are as people, right? Shouldn't. So how come it's like its own thing? It's it's. You know what I say? Stand up, salute the American flag. God bless America. But you know, also like, what if you don't have shoes but you have sneakers? Right. Like this is tomfoolery. Shoeless person. This is tomfoolery. Right. <laughs> well, look at that shoeless person. I went to high school with a guy named Tom Foolery. Irish. Really? Yeah. Do you know him? No. Tom Foolery. That's right. That sounds fishy to me. Danny. Yeah? Do you feel loved? I don't know. I mean, this all goes back to my childhood, I suppose, Todd. Um, yeah, I guess. I suppose so. How about when you're here? Yeah. Do you think... I mean, it's you got to know I'm loving it, right? I get that impression. Wow. I want to talk to you. Oh. oh. oh okay. No, I want you to be able to sing. Hold on. Fade this out. You want to sing with it? I was, no, I just thought I didn't know there'd be lyrics. I thought I'd just. I know. Well, why don't you let me get it? Can you get Don Shane on the internet with no lyrics? Let's see. With karaoke? No, or what do you want to get? Karaoke. You can make stuff up. We'll just get here it. Here we go. Here we go. Okay, here now we go. Streaming. Now streaming. Oh, come on. Not in this studio, Max. I'm serious. That's gross. I don't... Danny LaBelle, ladies and gentlemen. Oh. Oh, you're singing... He's got a guy named Max that nobody knows. (laughs) Not yet, not yet. (laughs) But he's here. He shows up right on time. He, he never asks for nothing, Ooh. and he never gets paid on time. <laughs> He's a nice enough guy. His name is Max Beasley. Once I saw him stealing from the Dollar Tree. It wasn't very nice. He stole a bunch of rice and a kid's birthday balloon out of their hands. Max Beasley. Max Beasley. I seen him collecting cans. Max Beasley. Pushing a shopping cart. Max Beasley. Up and down the street. Max Beasley. I said, Maxi boy, why do you do this here? Cause Todd don't pay me nothing to do that show. Bop, 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 bop. And I said, Max Beasley. 
see it sounds. What else is Todd guilty of? He said he also takes my laundry and never returns it. He always says I'm going to wash and fold it. But then I always say, what happened to that bag of laundry, Todd? And then he says, oh, I don't know what you're talking about. Well, there goes half my wardrobe. Thanks again, Todd Glass. What? Wow. Danny. You know what? I like to let loose. I'm going to tell you the truth. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Don't give a, aw. Thank you. Aw. Aw. Yeah, sometimes you feel like, aw. Aw. You know what I mean? Hey, you know what? You know what people who call other people homeless need to do? Oh, I'll tell you what they need to do. Grow up. Grow up. Grow up. Grow up. Grow up. Grow up. Hey, grow Grow up. Show up and grow up. Now, do me a favor. Play the cranberries. Oh, you want to hear the cranberries? He's been wanting the cranberries for a while, so let's play the cranberries for him. Yeah, play the song. Because we're going to close. How much longer do I You want to linger, huh? Yep. We got... We got... Three minutes... Till food, fifteen. Uh, I want to yeah. apologize to some of the fans listening that think I'm too pretentious. No, well, who thought that? Well, some of your fans probably think, "Oh, this little belly comes on. He's such an intellectual." <laughs> yeah, too smart for our audience. Yeah, oh, look at him. No, he's our audience—they get you. Snark- trust me. He's snarky and he's no. smarmy, and he uses big words that no one well, can I don't understand. Think they think that. They think I'm some kind of Ivy League comedian. Oh, okay. That comes on here. Uh, well, this this one goes out to all of you. Get it. Like, what does this guy have an Oxford Dictionary for breakfast? Listen to this song, Todd. Listen to this. Is this song. your song? What's well, the song I like? Oh. I listen to it a lot. Oh, cranberries. Yeah, because I like cranberry juice. The food's five minutes away. Okay. Is that all this is about? No, no, no. no. We're gonna enjoy this song. This song might take us to close. Did you get me a sandwich? Let it breathe. Of course I did. Okay, good. By the way, they could have totally cut that intro. Totally unnecessary. Well, why don't you let the song breathe? Maybe we'll fade it in in post, and it'll sound... to this fan, the cranberries. The cranberries took us out of here. Thank you. You have to, you did, you have to, you have to, three times. That's like, um, you know you did, you know you didn't, you know you did. Three times. It's good. Okay, that's the last, I give you the last word. Sometimes I, you had me wrapped around your fingy. Did you have to, did you have to, did you have to let it lingy? 
It's you I like. It's not the things you wear, not the way you do your hair, but it's you I like. The way you are right now, the way down deep inside you, not the things that hide you, not your toys, they're just beside you. But it's you I like. Every part of you, your skin, your eyes, your feelings, whether old or new. And I hope that you'll remember, even when you're feeling blue, that it's you I like. It's you yourself. It's you. It's you. It's you. I like.